Keep Up. I'm your host, Cynthia Dill. Today's Friday, October 29th, 2021. I'm in my Portland, Maine studio, and I'm going to talk to you today about the Cape Elizabeth housing referendum. I'm going to give you an update. It's a pleasure to report that as of today, thanks to 32 Cape Elizabeth volunteer petitioners, there are 1,125 signatures on file with the town clerk. So that's great what to expect going forward for those of you who just want the stats uh we can expect assuming there's certification of the requisite number of signatures which is 10 percent of the registered voters we need about 865 signatures assuming that that number is certified by the town clerk we can expect at the regular november 8th town council meeting for the town council to i guess accept the petition and set a public hearing The public hearing would likely be December 1st, and at the public hearing, um, I'm not sure there'll be much to say because it's a public hearing about setting a vote, so everybody will ultimately have their say in the ballot box. Uh, There'll be a date for a referendum, and the public will have an opportunity to vote on whether to, you know, uphold the amendments to the zoning ordinance that enables the construction of Dunham Court or to reject it. I'm opposed. I'm voting no. Assuming that the question reads, do you want the zoning amendments? I'm opposed to Dunham Court for a lot of reasons. Um, I've, I think, been pretty articulate about it, but in some, it's just, I think, just such a bad idea on so many levels, and it's so expensive, and it's just, um, it's, it's just absolutely ridiculous that it's even hard for me to talk about it anymore, how how, how dumb this idea is. Um, but nevertheless, uh, there are good intentions, I think, on the part of the counselors who voted for it. They think they're doing the right thing. I tried to use the Colin Powell approach, um, which is something I believe in as a person. And by that, I mean, you, you know, make every effort using diplomacy and advocacy to um, to win the argument and to, and to win... Um, the war, you know, the the war or the the battle. But if um, if that's not successful, then you know, just use great force to to win. And so, um, I attempted to persuade the town council the error of their ways in amending the zoning laws to enable this project, and to just line the pockets of these private developers in a deal that they clearly did not understand. It was clear to me that they did not understand it. There was no financial, um, really, um, analysis done that could have ever got, you know, even scratched the surface at the time that the town council sort of got on board with this thing. And unfortunately, the town did not have, the town people, including myself, I think, the taxpayers did not have someone really with skill negotiating the deal. I just don't think the town manager has this experience. And I would hope in the future that if one of these deals comes up, that we, you know, like, for instance, Maureen O'Meara writing the memo uh, for last night's or this week's meeting uh, about financing TIFs. I mean, I, she she's a very competent and educated uh, person, no doubt one of the best planners in the state. But, I mean, seriously, is she now an expert in um, tax increment financing as well and, and the financing of these huge projects? I just think um, we need to have more um, financial acumen in, in Cape Elizabeth because the deals 
are big, and the people on the other side of the table are very sophisticated people who are making millions of dollars. Um, so the the advocacy obviously was not successful. The town council voted to approve the amendments on October 13th, and the only tool or the tool left in the toolbox as far as um, you know, defeating the project would be to invoke a provision in the town charter that says within 20 days of an ordinance being passed, if 10% of registered voters sign a petition, then the matter has to go out to referendum. So that's what, you know, the political job was, what the reaction was going to be. And uh, initially, um, I had thought that I was, I actually took out nomination papers to run for town council because I thought, well, perhaps that's something I can do in terms of action since I have been unsuccessful in trying to, you know, argue against this. Um, but, but then I was approached by um, a friend in town, um, someone who I respect very much, and she said, well, instead of running for town council, why don't you manage this referendum effort that a couple different, you know, groups around are talking about? And I thought, hmm, okay, well, as long as I can get everybody on board that if I do it, I'm going to do it my way and I'm not going to be attached to, speaking for, connected with any group whatsoever, I'd be willing to do it. So she thought that would probably be the case. So I met with just uh, a couple different people who had been, you know, tinkering with petition language and talking about having a referendum and got them sort of to, you know, agree that, yeah, okay, you Basically, what they said was, sure, fine, you know, you're in charge of the petition effort. So that was great. Um, it took, obviously, it was political, so there was some struggles, but I would say for the most part, it was relatively easy. The language was challenging because, you know, a lot of lawyers involved, so there's suggestions and wordsmithing, but I fought back any suggestion that wasn't material and ended up having the petition that I drafted be the petition that was used that I think ultimately is a good thing because. I just think it's very, um, it's it's better when there's a source that you can, I, I drafted the petition and others used it. And that's, um, I think that's a good fact. So we had the petition and what I did was I scheduled a meeting in advance of when we knew the vote was going to happen. They had said they expected the vote to happen on October 13th. So I actually had two organizational meetings of a list of people who had, articulated an interest in volunteering. And so I, I basically said, look, what I'm looking for are workhorses here. This is not a show horse gig. This is workhorses. We're going to have a big job, and it's a physical job. You have to actually walk around, talk to people, touch things like pens and clipboards and, um, you know, collect signatures. So I had two meetings in my backyard. Um, it was fun. You know, I made um, coffee and tried to have a good fire in the fire pit. Um, one was better than the other. Uh, but I had all... People had packets with clipboards I'd gotten at Staples, and I had a petition. I had an agenda with some instructions. And so it was pretty formal, you know, went through the idea being that I could have a group of identifiable people who I communicated with, um, had given a clipboard with a petition, and who I would then inform when the council voted to begin collecting their signatures. And everybody sort of had a goal of number of signatures, and collectively we had about you know, between 900 and 1,000 committed. So it was a good way to start because everybody knew that, okay, if I just do my part, this is going to happen. And that that's, I think, a good way to do things. And um, I think that um, 
the Colin Powell approach to life, you know, exhaust all possible options of a negotiated settlement, but, you know, use overwhelming force when, you know, you can't avoid conflict applies here. But in the instance, what was the force in this effort um, was not money. Uh, It was like, it was the Margaret Mead moment. It was like the small group of thoughtful, committed individuals, you know, that quote, never doubt that a small group of thoughtful, committed individuals can change the world. In fact, it's the only thing that ever has. Well, that's that was what was so rewarding about the experience is that um, I was in communication with um, this group, and it was diverse, um, age-wise, economic, um, you know, the stratospheres and in, in family wealth, that sort of thing. Um, it was really a, a rewarding experience because each person would come back to my office, which was around back, uh, and have to sign and notarize their petition and I would take the oath and then but we'd also have time for chatting and if I scheduled people to return their petition say on a Monday morning between 8 and 9 then there'd be like a small group maybe three or four people so it was a social process and we all had uh, this common ground of these these zoning amendments that we hated that they had passed a lot of people were against it you know for a lot of different reasons there was economic reasons there was environmental reasons you had people who you know thought this was going to hurt the coyotes you had conservative republicans you know it was a very very mixed group but what we had in common is we were opposed and we wanted this to go to referendum so to have these groups in my basement chatting about this in a very upbeat tone because we were succeeding and getting our signatures and it was um, it was just very, it was a great, and plus, you know, the weather in Maine and the whole, the whole nine yards, it was at, after COVID and it was a human experience. Um, and so now we, uh, keep our eyes on the, um, the town clerk, hopefully she'll certify the votes and, and then there'll be a referendum. And, um, and I think that, you know, my view is that if the people of Cape Elizabeth are as smart as uh, they should be, given the level of education <laughs> that we know it has, um, that, that, that this project will go down in flames because it's um, it's a bad idea. And it's, um, it, you know, I'm so glad that uh, where, where if this story, I'm sure, is going to be filtered through the media and some sort of, pi- you know, partisan lens. But the long and short of it is that this was a by cross-partisan effort. Stephanie Clifford, or excuse me, Stephanie Anderson is the lawyer that I worked with. She was a prosecutor, a Republican prosecutor, very popular, was reelected, I don't know, for a couple decades in Cumberland County, and was the most recent, I believe, state Senate candidate for the Republican Party. She and I handled the evidence, and it was um, it was great. I mean, just we would get the originals, she would meet, we had a system, we'd go over them, we'd each have a copy. <clears throat> I would deliver, you know, the originals to the town clerk in a white envelope. Um, and and we achieved our goals. And so um, all politics is local. And I look forward to this Dunham Court going down in flames. But regardless of the outcome, I'll feel that this is what democracy looks like. And I guess that's a good time to close, is that this is what democracy looks like. Take care.